0: I'm Stu Whiffin, and I'm Adam Richardson, and not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast, the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello, and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode twenty-one. Happy New Year! It's the first one of 2020. And first of all, congratulations to all of our winners in the 2019 Pop Bible poll winners. We've announced them all on the social media, on the website. So head over there and have a look. PopBibleMag.com or at PopBible on all of the socials. Did you catch last week's episode? If not, why are you here? Go back. Check that one out because I tell you what, you missed. You missed Hannah Witten from doing it, you missed Tom Stab from Monkey Tennis, and Russell and Rob from Talk Art. Russell Tovey! Go back and check it out. Anyway, today's episode talking all about her podcast, a musical, is my friend and all round lovely lady, Jade Adams. Hello, Jade. Hi, Stu. Tell me all about your podcast.
1: My podcast is called The Musical Podcast, and it all started off as a live show that we started about two and a half years ago. I host it with Kiri Pritchard-McLean from All Killer No Filler, and I host it with Dave Cribb, who is basically someone who makes a lot of podcasts, and he's got Friends with Friends as well. That's his podcast. We started this live show about two and a half years ago, built up quite a good following, and then we thought, how great it would be to turn that into a podcast because between us we knew that we could probably sort of cobble together an audience and uh, we've had i think it's six or seven episodes and it's gone really well um we've been on the front page of the itunes thing quite a lot of times which is lovely and we basically it's the three of us sat around it's like desert island discs but for people that like musical theater okay and for um uh, copyright reasons it's like nothing like desert island discs <laughs> Um, basically uh, we have a comedian come on and what we found out is that a lot of people love musicals even if they don't outwardly seem like the type of people that do like musicals they do love them and so far we've had on Ed Gamble Sophie Hagen Tom Parry Rose Matafeo Rebecca Humphrey Stephen Bailey and we had Zoe Lyons as well and it's been really surprising the musicals that they actually like because um, you just don't you just don't assume that people like these because you i often assume that musical theater people are quite nerdy i mean i've been to see musical theater yeah um but actually cool people like it and whenever we do the live show as well people are always like oh i don't know if i've got you know i don't really watch musical theater but everyone has one everyone has a song my partner rich wilson he said oh i don't like musical theater but he loves bugsy malone that's musical theater um,
0: As you were saying that, I was thinking, I don't know if I like any musicals, but I really like Bugsy Malone.
1: There you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's always one that'll get you. Yeah. Um, every, like you know, musical theatre isn't just one genre. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts of what people say when they don't like musical theatre is I don't like all that um that, you know, like sort of amdram acty yeah. stuff that they do. But loads of musical theatre doesn't do that. You've got um you uh, you've got your sort of cool musical theatre now, you've got your Hamilton's uh, Book of Mormon, uh, which are sort of updated all of the jokes, written by comedians as well. Mm-hmm. They've updated all the jokes. Everything's super funny. And so I think that when people say they don't like musical theatre, what they're saying is, I'm not into lame is Yeah. Because um, it is really boring. <laughs> so if
0: you was to uh, have an opportunity to tell people that might be listening that haven't heard your podcast, what episode would you say is a good one to start with?
1: Do you know what? Um, I didn't mention her just a minute ago, which is great. But I I mean, I've loved everyone that's come on. But our episode with Rebecca Humphreys is fab. Okay. Um, Basically, in each of the episodes, what ends up happening is... Um, I don't know if anyone has seen the live show, but Kiri and I, um, we like to slag off some of the most rich and powerful people in the world. So Dave has to do a lot of bleeping right. of things that we've said. So there's sure. a lot, there's a lot of that in this episode. Yeah. Um, and Rebecca Humphreys is uh, someone I met because of a, a, a terrible thing someone else put her through. But she's um, she's actually when you she's like one of the biggest musical theatre fans, but also loves the fact that she's a super nerd about it as well. Um, but she's She's a really engaging conversation, I, I'll be honest. She, uh, she's, when someone's passionate about a subject, it's always the best. They are, it's easy to talk to them. That was the thing. We didn't have to ask her much. She had loads of like stories and loads of anecdotes. And it's that sort of stuff that makes a really good podcast guest. So I'd say Rebecca Humphreys is probably um, one of our best ones. But, um, I mean, they've all been, I'll be honest, they've all been great. Excellent. They've all been brilliant. Um I mean, if I picked out more, that would be mean on the other ones. Um Zoe Lyons' is one is really good as well, because she's just so funny. Yeah. Have you met Zoe Lyons? I haven't, no. Oh, you need to get her on your podcast, mate. Okay. I don't think... I think, and this is quite a tall order, I'd say Zoe Lyons is one of the funniest people in Britain. I think... Okay. Especially... If I was, someone said to me, well, "Who's your favourite female comedian?" Because they love to treat us like a genre. Of
0: course, <laughs> um,
1: it'll be Zoe Lyons. I think she's really funny. I sat on a step with her in Edinburgh a couple of years ago. We bought some overpriced deep-fried prawns and on some chips, and we were sat. it was, re- I mean, it was one of those uh, uh, chip shop c- camper vans. Uh, yeah. Eighteen quid for like fish and chips. It was mad, and we are sat on the corner of a street, sat on the floor eating it out of polystyrene. Glass. And I have I. I, I I don't think I've l- laughed like that since. I mean, my boyfriend is in the room as I say this, but um, and he's put his middle finger up. Actually, <laughs> no, he didn't. He put the rock gesture up. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> but she is just effortlessly funny, and she was telling me a story about when she was on MasterChef, and she had to hang out with Gemma Collins, and it's one of the funniest anecdotes I've ever listened to. I think she does it in her new show. So if you can catch that, that would be fab. But she was also a fantastic guest. She's just funny. Yeah. And also, she chose one of the songs that she chose was "I Just Want to Fucking Dance" from Jerry Springer the Opera. Yeah. And I worked with Richard Thomas on my show, my my show two shows ago. So it was really nice to have someone that I was able to have like a, a discussion about a maybe not so well known of a musical, yeah. which is the Jerry Springer the Opera. It's actually technically an operetta i think yeah but it was nice to have a conversation about a musical because the two the other two on the podcast actors are sort of the two of them are proper nerds about musical theater i'm the one who just brings up phantom constantly you could play a drinking game with the with the podcast and with your friends get a shot glass and every time i mention phantom uh you take a drink, you'll be absolutely smashed by the end of the episode. Wonderful. I can't shut up about it. Yeah. Whereas the other two, they've got I they've got a far superior taste to musical theatre than I have. Right. I sort of act as the as the audience who have like sort of uh, guilty pleasures in yeah. a way. Um, I can't help it. I just love a, a a sympathetic story of a man who stalks a woman until she relents and kisses him, and then he tries to kill her family because he, she keeps saying no to him. I know it's not very twenty nineteen of me, but I just love a little bit of a tortured soul stew. Thanks, Jade. Pleasure.
0: There you have it. The wonderful Jade talking all about a musical. Before we get on with anything else, we're going to take a quick break. So we'll see you in a sec. Welcome back. Okay, coming up now with their first recommendation, we have JK from Don't Tell Your Mum. Please enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Pod Bible podcast. Sitting opposite me is JK from Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. JK, will you please recommend us a podcast?
2: don't know if i should do this because it's actually against the, my other profession but i have to go for two australian guys that i simply adore called hamish and andy have you ever heard of hamish and andy i haven't that rings a bell yeah. so they're two radio guys double act um hugely popular in australia actually quite you know quite worldwide mm. um they they worked alongside uh kyle and jackio have you heard about kyle and jackio there yeah. yeah so um yeah, they're just two guys. They they used to go around the world doing road trips. So they're on TV over there as well. But they are just two most amazing guys that are, they've been friends forever. And that sort of, you know, that sort of banter that you have when you're in the pub with your mate and, mm. you know, that sort of almost like friend for life that you're wingman. Well, they're just like that. And they are two extremely talented guys that just do like normal, sometimes crazy shit. But it's just really entertaining. I'll give you a, an example. They did a thing called um, uh, Ed Sheeran Peep Show, which was quite a good one. Where they uh, were on the street and they were just offering people in to see so-called Ed Sheeran for two pounds or two dollars or whatever it was. So you could quickly go in for two minutes. So it was two minutes, two dollars for two minutes, and you would go and see. Apparently, go and see Ed Sheeran. Like, no one believed it. They just walked past. But, yeah, it was Ed Sheeran in there. Oh, you know, really? They, yeah, it literally was him in there, like, acoustically, just with a guitar, no amplifiers. I think and I remember seeing this on you YouTube. Remember? Yeah. Did it
3: went viral or something For a couple of yeah, years that, ago. Yeah, that went viral. Yeah.
2: They did another thing the other day, which was the, the race to slow down the nation, so they tried to do the slowest race in the world. Um, <laughs> but they've, it's it's crazy, really clever, funny stuff, which you probably would have thought of yourself, but thought, how is that entertaining? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 there was one amazing story they told i don't think if this is in the podcast but it gives you a general idea what they're about how one of his mates w- was driving like their equivalent of the M25 for like 8 hours because um, someone was following him and threatening to kill him. <laughs> so uh, at the time, he was calling the police, saying, I've got this madman following me, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was saying, well, can you just get off at Junction 6 and pass by uh, the, the police station and we'll try and intercept him in the way? I won't tell any anymore in case it is on the podcast, but mm. these guys, yeah, they're just fantastic. Hamish and Andy, really good guys.
3: So is it a... a- often their podcast is a radio show that's turned into podcast format. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. was
2: originally. Yeah, they were huge on radio. Yeah, huge. Yeah. They worked for a station called uh, Two Day FM. Okay. Um, yeah. And now they've gone just, they're just podcast now. That's how big they are. Yeah. And they have millions and millions of, of listeners, but really, really good fun guys. And
0: do you think so much of that comes down to the chemistry between them? 100%. Because obviously you, yourself and Al, uh, for, your, for your podcast, you know, you, I don't think you can... You can't fake that chemistry, can you? That's something that no. I think makes. Well, you guys will know
2: about this. Yeah, you know, you've got to. You've got to have. You've got to be on a similar wavelength, but you've also got to be a little bit different because mm-hmm. you have to be the yin to the yang. You know, and um, and I think yeah, we... you are very different. You... <laughs> uh, says the guy who was recommending a podcast about some sort of conspiracy theory and saw a black hawk about two yards above him. I mean, come <laughs> on, true story. Uh, yeah, no, it is, and I think more and more now that. I've said in the past that radio is becoming a little bit more formatted. Restricted is probably the wrong word, but just, you know, cut into the chase, short, sharp segments. And I think this is probably why Hamish and Andy have gone down the podcast route because, you know, they had a lot of freedom anyway, but now they have total freedom. It doesn't matter about length or how many songs you play or having to hit the news or do travel news or whatever it is or weather. Mm. This is just them, you know, uncut, uninterrupted. And it's good for it.
0: Wonderful. Thank you very much.
2: Pleasure.
0: There you go. That was JK from Don't Tell Your Mum. Had an absolutely delightful time in the the global uh, building in Leicester Square, where there was literally, it's one of them places when you go in there, all the different radio stations are all in there. So as you're walking about, you're sort of constantly sort of nudging each other, going, look at that, look at that. Guess who that is who's over there? And uh, and yeah, J.K. was an absolute um, treasure to spend some time with. Um, absolute, uh, super confident in front of a microphone, as you can imagine. All right, coming up next is our last recommendation today, and it's Stuart Goldsmith from the Comedians' Comedian. Please enjoy,
3: Stuart. We would love you to recommend a podcast
4: that you particularly enjoy listening to, please. Thank you. The podcast I am going to recommend is, and I say this as someone who uh, works in podcasting, produce my own podcast with long-form interviews of comedians. Um, mm-hmm. I can't really listen to long-form interviews with comedians. I can't even listen yeah. to my own ones. So I, I listen to very few funny podcasts, but this is one I really love. It's called Boar's Gore and Swords. And it's uh, produced and presented by Ivan Hernandez and Red Scott, who are two American comedians. I think one of them actually mm-hmm. is taking a break from stand-up, but they're both stand-ups to begin with. And they started, the reason it's called Boars, Gore and Swords is because it started as a Game of Thrones fan podcast. And they have a very right. funny, they've retained the opening music, which is to the sort of a pastiche tune of the Game of Thrones uh, intro music in which they, like, yeah, they, dun, 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 and at the end, as the, as they fade, one of them goes, Sean Bean dies, <laughs> which is, I, I, that has always made me laugh. It makes me laugh every time I hear it. And they always used to describe themselves as the third best Game of Thrones podcast. Obviously, Game of Thrones has finished. They are still working their way through the books. There's a thing they're doing on their Patreon, of which, which is the only Patreon of which I'm a member, where they do a book club going through the books. And that is still going on and will go on until <laughs> until, well,
1: yes. until GRRM
4: has finished the series and died, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, the show now, I don't want you to think I'm still recommending a Game of Thrones show because although it did have a really positive... Like, I really enjoyed that it was effectively a book club that I could watch an episode of Game of Thrones. It's like TV club. I love podcasts yes. like that. I'm watching this episode... And uh, and then I'm going to catch up with it. I must make sure I've seen that episode by the time I've got that long drive on Friday so that I can save it up. And then when I'm driving back from a gig, I can listen to Ivan and Red get stuck into it. And they're really funny. Th- there is something about their... I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not just Game of Thrones. Now, since that series ended, they used to occasionally do episodes of what you should be watching, where they will basically watch the first episode of a new series and pick it apart and dissect it and tell you whether or not they liked it and whether they're going to continue with it. So you get to play book club with that as well. So uh, I started watching The Boys on Amazon Prime because they were talking about it and they rated it so highly. Um, There's a load of other things they've suggested. They did their own spin-off into Westworld, which became their own uh, spin-off podcast called This Doesn't Sound Like Anything To Me, which is a a funny Westworld in-joke if you're into that. Um, but so they okay. did a sort of uh book club, TV club, episode by episode dissection, not just a recap, but a real kind of, you know, taking the guts of it out, predicting where it'll go all the rest of it. So they did that with Westworld for two seasons, and I hope they'll I'm sure they'll do it again when when that returns next year. Um but they, they used to do these sporadic occasional of what you should be watching. Now the Boars Gore and Swords feed is just loads and loads and loads of different things of what you should be watching. So it's a brilliant way to discover uh new TV stuff. And they're just, and I speak as someone who spends a lot of time with comedians, they're just incredibly easy to spend time with. They've got, right. they've just got that presenter magic, whatever it is. They're often funny. They're sometimes proper laugh out loud in the car on your own funny, but they are constantly interesting and engaging. And whatever it is about Anton Deck that makes everyone love Anton Deck, Whatever that quality is, in, in a very different and parallel way, they have that. They're really, um, well, I don't even know what the phrase is these days, but they're both uh, feminists, but they're, okay. they're really playful feminists. Like they really, they, they take shows to task on their representation of women, but they also laughingly describe themselves as cucks and they call other people cucks. You know, so they're sort of appropriating the kind of anti-feminist <laughs> language. Um, yeah i really i love that element of them and just their relationship they, they, they it's it's not like one of them's in charge it's, it's the status is unclear i suppose uh they both think they have the high status they record hundreds of miles thousands of miles maybe away from each other at other ends of the country and oh, right okay i just find them such a pleasure to spend time with
3: uh, so that's interesting because i was i was going to ask you you know if if you're not a game of thrones f- Watch, you know, you haven't caught up with it all yet, or something like that. Is is it going to be a podcast you can get into? Would it be a case of going back, watching along, and then listening to the episode? But it seems as if, even if you haven't seen Games of Throne Game of Thrones, you can just start with the episodes that aren't about
4: them. Absolutely. I hope you leave in your little malapropism there, Games of Throne, because I love the pluralisation <laughs> at it. I mean, in many ways, there was only one throne that was important. Really, it was Games right, of, of course, Throne. It's yeah. like Court's Martial. That's um, why I said it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this truly was a game of king chairs. That's a joke <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. Um, so, yes, absolutely. If you are going to get into Game of Thrones, then my God, get into it with them and start watching it one by one. I'd, I would love to never have seen any of it so that I could do that all over again. Now it,
3: that's a lot of hours of content, though. Isn't it really, it? You're it really watch is. Watch the episode and then listen to the podcast. And as they're
4: fond of saying, uh, Red is forever saying, it's peak TV. It's peak TV. Like, There is too right. much content <laughs> now. There's too much stuff out there. So, I suppose, I guess they're both a bit younger than I am. I feel connected a bit to American culture. In a fun way, I really enjoy kind of retconning. That's, I'm using the word retconning wrong. I I really enjoy working out from the context what they mean by some of the Americans that they Americanisms that they use. Yes. That's a fun game. I feel a bit connected yeah. to culture in the same way as I, I very frequently browse Imgur imgur dot com, which mm-hmm. started off as the the image host for Reddit, and now is a website in its own right. And it's just a, it's similar to Reddit, but it's Reddit but for pictures, effectively. So. Yeah. People share memes. I watch the memes. I suddenly feel like I'm a possibly black 17-year-old American, you know, who I feel like connected. I'm like, look at all the jokes. Look at all the (laughs) other jokes. Like, there's stuff I don't understand. You see enough of it. Oh, that's the joke. Now I understand it. That's fantastic. There's, There's that element to it as well.
3: And then you send those on to your, your friends and they've got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, <laughs>
4: that, that can happen. Um, yes. So, so it, it does, I really enjoy their kind of their vigour. I enjoy their their politics. They did do another show actually called Bunker Politics, which was a sort of Trump a dissection of the first 100 days of Trump, uh, which I enjoyed, yeah. but I got into less well. I really enjoy the NPR politics show. Um, and that has, it's a bit more incisive. If you're going to do newsy, if you're going to do proper news and politics, I sort of feel like I want a more reliable source. But I did enjoy mm. what I heard of their, their one. I did enjoy their it's just there's just that thing that's how people become talk show hosts and anchors and stuff. They've just got that indefinable quality where you go, I absolutely want to check in with them. And I've got a load of what you should be watchings on the Boards Gordon Swords feed racked up. And some of them I'm like, yeah, I've got to like if I listen to five minutes of one and I go, they really like this. I'm gonna like this. I have to stop listening now until I've seen the show. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Oh, yes. I know exactly that feeling. Uh, and I think that's something that we've had feedback on, on on the Pod Bible podcast as well. Is people listening to to hear from a podcast that they know and love already, but then getting recommendations and sort of thinking, "Oh, I've, I haven't got enough space." Totally. So, you know, there's there's only so many times I can commute to and from work to be able to listen to these podcasts. Yes, but it's a good problem to have.
4: Yes, I nearly. I have to say, if you are a fan of Westworld and mm-hmm. you're planning to re-watch rewatch re-watch Westworld as every fan of Westworld mm-hmm. should because it was so dense um, if you are planning to rewatch it any time do yourself a favour and download this doesn't sound like anything to me because by the time the episode oh, I don't want to spoiler it if you're going to rewatch it there is a thing <laughs> that happens there's a place we go in about episode 4 of season 2 4 or 5 and the Boar's Gore and Swords episode of that, I nearly crashed the car. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it has, right. it has that big punchy joke element. They're very funny. They riff on the, the thing. A bit like the dollop. I don't know if you're familiar with the dollop. Uh, Dave Anthony yes. and Gareth Reynolds. Dave tells a story from history, from American history, and Gareth, which Gareth has never heard before. He's hearing it for the first time. And the pair of them just riff on it. It has that kind of quality. But in Boar's Gore, they're kind of fighting for the laugh li- less because it's really just a sort of comfy chat about telly. As a result, there's some really funny stuff because they're sort of very free inside of it.
3: Fabulous. Excellent. What a great
0: recommendation. Thank you very much, Stuart. There you have it. Thank you very much, Stuart Goldsmith. Thank you to all of our guests today. All that's left for me to do, I'll tell you what, before I do the outro bit, I should remind you, go and check out our social media because over the next couple of days... We're going to be making some huge pop Bible announcements, just some stuff that we've literally kept a lid on for the last sort of probably two months, and we've been choking at the bit to tell you all about it. But, um, yeah, we will be announcing all of that in the next couple of days, so go and check that out. Also, if you're interested in all other pop Bible related stuff, if you want to go and read, Back issues of the magazine? Then head over to popbiblemag.com com. Also, if you want the print copies, just for the price of a jiffy bag and a stamp, we will post them out to you. And if you've got any recommendations or or anything you want to talk to us about, drop us an email info at popbiblemag dot com. All that's left for me to do is the crescendo endo. The Pop Bible Podcast is delighted to be put to you by. All No.